Hey, it is Alex. I head up marketing here at Funnel. We've been hearing a lot about expense control recently, so today we decided to release a bonus episode. Tyler, our CEO, recently appeared on the Institute of Real Estate Management podcast called From the Front Lines. He spoke at length about customer relationship management software, or CRM, and more specifically, renter management software, which can really help you advance your leasing goals, provide a better renter experience, create greater efficiencies, and make your teams happier. All, most importantly, while reducing costs. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Today, Tyler Christensen from Funnel Leasing shares how customer relationship management, CRM software, can advance marketing and leasing goals by delivering an exceptional renter experience, creating efficiencies for management and leasing teams in the process. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Todd. I'm happy to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. So first, what is the overall philosophy behind a CRM system specifically for property management? And how does this change the game when it comes to property management? Todd, thank you. That's a great question. And I think really importantly, the words you use there in that question highlight the opportunity and what's happening uh, specifically in the property management industry today. Uh, So a CRM, of course, is a customer relationship management tool outside of the property management industry. Salesforce is known as kind of the CRM. In fact, that's their stock ticker is CRM. In our industry, CRMs are not new, uh, but it's important to understand the genesis of how we got to where we are today. And so historically, the property management industry Um, we really think about the property first. Uh, And that's important to note because the first software tools that were available to us as multifamily operators, as property management, residential operators, were truly property management systems. Uh, And in fact, that model makes sense when you're thinking about accounting, that you would build technology around a single asset. But what led to today's CRMs was the fact that that same concept of managing a property, we then built customer tools. Uh, And so customer relationship management historically in property management has been built around a property. And what I mean by that is if I am a a, a prospective renter at a single community, my record is tied to that community. Now, you ask, what is the the game changer that's happening in CRMs? There is a, a big opportunity in property management, which is happening today, which is building your CRM around the renter. And why that matters is not only do we know renters are more mobile today than in the past, they may inquire at multiple communities within a portfolio, they may want to live at one or renew in another, but far more importantly is the idea that we as an industry can evolve from property management to renter management, whereby an individual on a property management team can work one renter across myriad properties. So uh, ultimately, a customer relationship management tool should be the record, the source of truth of your relationship with your customer. Uh, And the game changer that's happening in real time in the property management industry is a renter-centric record, which spans across multiple assets, uh, which leads to incredible efficiencies, both for the renter themselves and the property manager. Great. And let's talk a little bit more about that renter. So everyone talks about the renter experience and how creating that exceptional technology-enabled experience can keep your property competitive. 
How can a CRM system help with that effort? I really appreciate that question because at the end of the day, you know, the customer for all of us is that renter. They're the one that's paying all of our bills. And so we as consumers know that our expectations for e-commerce and, and in general have been elevated over the last several years. And survey after survey tells us that we as consumers prioritize two things primarily. Uh, the first of those is we want speed. We want efficiency. I don't want a long, uh, drawn-out process to get basic information. And so uh, a CRM can absolutely help with that because not only is it a, a log or a record of information, but more importantly, it is the hub by which you automate communication. And so if a renter is inquiring at your community at 9 o'clock on a Saturday night, a CRM can begin to automate all the tasks associated with bringing that person uh, down the proverbial leasing funnel. So whether that's answering their questions through the use of artificial intelligence, perhaps it's scheduling a tour for them, all of those tasks that historically have been manual, a CRM should be the hub which generates a quick, immediate, consistent response. So that, that's step one. The other thing we as consumers want is we want to be known. The nothing more aggravating when you're calling an airline, you're calling someone you know, that you're paying good money for, and you have to re-explain yourself. And so fundamentally, a CRM solves that by being the source of truth, that when a resident calls in, and again, CRM can be both for the prospective renter as well as the current resident, they want to know that, hey, you know my balance, you know my outstanding work orders, you know when my renewal is. Uh, and so the putting a CRM in place absolutely enables you to deliver not only a consistent, quick experience for the prospective renter and resident, but also allows you to know that consumer in a very intimate way that makes them feel a level of trust and respect with you. And again, going back to my first answer about the concept of renter management versus property management, that transition of not only knowing your renter as they exist today at your property, but knowing where you found that resident, how long they've lived with you, and perhaps even when they've moved communities with you, right? Think about if every time you checked into a Marriott hotel, you had to refill out your information because, well, yeah, the courtyard in San Francisco may know you, the residents in Palo Alto, you're new to. We wouldn't accept that experience. And so similarly, moving to our renter-centric model where the record of the renter can move between different communities really allows us to know that consumer, know that resident on a far broader scale than just their lease that they've signed with us. So a question that all property managers want to know, where does the value come from in a CRM system? And if you could talk about those tangible dollars and cents benefits and the intangible or indirect benefits that contribute to overall value. Really great question there, Todd. I mean, that's certainly something in this softening market that every operator is going to be asking themselves is, you know, is there an ROI associated with this product? And if not, it probably gets cut from the list. Uh, that line item doesn't need to be there. We can't tie it to a, a direct value. And, and in fact, uh, we had a customer, they, they've spoken publicly of using us, their public REIT, um, who for many years did not use a CRM. And, and I was surprised because CRM historically is table stakes in a technology stack. But it really spoke to the level of commitment to value this, this read had, where they said we could not draw an ROI from implementing a CRM, and therefore we didn't have one. 
And so then to your question, how can a CRM really define that value, especially tangibly? So this customer, we were fortunate to partner with them in deploying our CRM product. And on their public earnings calls, they've associated the use of our CRM with a savings of four to $5 million a year. And often you'll hear a lot of technology providers throw out numbers, uh, you know, maybe not to that extent, but I certainly think we all should question them. If you can't, with a very small amount of common sense, figure out where those cost savings come from. So let me highlight in this case, this REIT was able to save four to $5 million a year because they moved from a model of property-centric leasing. Again, going back to that concept of all their functions at the property were tied to managing residents only at that single community. Uh, and implementing a renter-centric CRM, they were able to restaff their business in a far more efficient way, a model which allowed them to share resources across multiple assets. Uh, and then that, therefore, the proportion of associates to units dramatically improved for them, where they're able to eliminate the assistant community manager role. And they didn't come in and just fire people. What they did is they offered specialized roles that were cross-property. Uh, and that specialization, along with automation, uh, as we referenced earlier, allowed them to tangibly have uh, north of $4 million a year in savings. So obviously, it's a very large REIT, uh, tens of thousands of units, but the numbers are similar that if you think about your staffing model and historically in multifamily and in property management in general, we've been tied to a, a ratio of associates to units. Often in professional multifamily, it's one to 100. I need one associate, you know, a leasing person, an administrative person for every 100 units I manage. Well, that's true if you're really working at a, a single property level. But if I begin thinking about my portfolio of assets and the workflows that can be shared across those, we've seen our partners be able to significantly reduce that ratio uh, far below the traditional one to 100 ratio. So obviously some of that value comes from the relationship with the renter, but some comes from replacing traditional property management functions and processes. So what are some of those property management functions and processes that a CRM system like funnel leasing can automate? I think that is the, the right question to start with is if you are just looking for a new mousetrap in the old process, you're not likely to yield the benefits you hope to retreat, uh, achieve. Rather, we really need to start back as we start in this conversation with the renter experience themselves. And, and a parallel I will draw is in the automobile industry, uh, Tesla obviously has been a very disruptive car company, has achieved tremendous market value. Um, and, and we talk about their great vehicles. The vehicles, electric vehicles, that will have a lot of competition in the coming years. The bigger disruption that's allowed them to really thrive and achieve such a great market value is the fact that they have built their sales process around the consumer experience. It's a one-to-one -one direct relationship. And you actually can't buy a vehicle at a, at a dealership, at a franchise. You have to buy it directly from them online. And, and turns out, consumers like that. <laughs> and similarly, we have seen with our partners, much of our processes in, in the property management industry are built around best, best practices historically for property managers, not necessarily around the renter's preferred path. A, a quick example of that would be many of our REIT partners that use us as a CRM had a very defined standard operating process as it related to tour scheduling. Uh, one of these partners, when we first started working with them, 
all of their tour calls would go to a centralized call center. And on average, it took eight minutes for a prospective renter to book a tour. And I don't know about you, but that's just far too long for me as a consumer. With the combination of technology, as well as uh, efficient uh, reorganization of their processes and their teams, that call time now is closer to two minutes. And the majority of renters don't even call. They self-schedule the tour themselves on the website. Uh, and so that's an example uh, that, that we have seen is really rethinking tours, providing optionality to your consumers. Uh, and ultimately, especially in this market, we're going to see that that optimization continue going down the, the leasing funnel, where today there's been a lot of focus on tours, touring technology, improving that for the consumer. We believe there will be a lot of the work done now on the leasing experience, making it much shorter to be able to lease an apartment. You know, Today, it takes hours and hours and hours, again, similar to trying to buy a used car. You know, we think that should take five to 10 minutes for someone to be able to apply and get an approval. And then similar with renewals, the actual transaction itself, we put too many human friction points in the process where technology could be leveraged to automate those decisions for the consumer. And then, of course, when there's an escalation needed, someone has a question, somebody needs to be sold, that is absolutely where the human value comes in. But we as consumers prefer e-commerce first with specialized escalation where needed after that. Can you take us through a couple of use cases from among your clients and why did they decide to implement a CRM system and what benefits did they realize? Yeah, it's a great question that I, I think I've highlighted some of the historic answers to that question that we've seen. And so, so maybe I'll answer that question now with what we're seeing in this current market, because certainly the dynamics have changed for all of us, of course, with the interest rates going up. You know, labor costs are still extremely high, and uh, the, but the simultaneously the markets are softening. I'm, I'm calling in today from Tampa, Florida, which in 2022 was the fastest growing rents in the country. And, and candidly, you didn't need to really be thinking hard to have great achievement and performance. If you had an apartment, there was a long line of people who wanted to rent it. But uh, we're we're seeing obviously in the market demand has slowed down considerably uh, in the Sun Belt and and everywhere, uh, and because of that. In order to continue to outperform the market, in order to try and see the ROI and the NOI increases that uh, operators expect to see, and especially to keep up with the inflating costs, the time and the motivation that we are seeing now is around operational efficiencies. And so operators are looking at, again, rents are not going up you know, 10 to 20%. Costs are still going up. What can we do? So that is the primary motivator is looking at that, as I referenced earlier, employee to unit ratio. And I really want to emphasize, it is not a cold-hearted, we want to just do more with less. These positions are historically hard to fill. Turnover for multifamily operators and single-family operators is extremely high and has been for decades. And really, the idea is then re-engineering the staffing model around a renter-centric customer journey. And the, the impetus for that can be an improved renter experience, but the results are very clearly, as we discussed earlier, a operational efficiency that yields cost savings. Um, we had another, I referenced earlier, one of the REITs we work with saved four to $5 million a year. Another one uh, summarized that as a roughly 15% reduction in administrative staffing needs. And so when you think, hey, I can't just go to the market and increase rents 10 to 15%, but I clearly, I've got debt service coming due. What, what are my levers? 
operating efficiency is the name of the game in this softening market. So we believe that is and will be the motivator for many folks to revisit CRM systems in particular, uh, but technology at large of are there levers that can be pulled that have those tangible benefits that will improve the NOI of my property. Great. And what advice would you give a property management firm in implementing a CRM system to get the most value out of that solution? What I like about this one is there are myriad reasons why you would uh, select any new technology. And what we often see uh, as people are going through this process, they'll often create an RFP, you know, and they'll list out a hundred different things that you know, maybe their legacy CRM system can do. And we really encourage them that you have to grade on a curve. You have to weight what matters to you. And going back to the previous question, I would say right now, a list of functionality is probably not the most important thing. While certainly those those uh, features do matter, it is the ROI. Are there tangible benefits that you can draw from the implementation of a new CRM system? And every operator is going to be unique, right? Some some operators have high amounts of geographic density, and they need to really optimize for cross-selling, right, and shared leasing teams. Other organizations, we we were visiting a customer recently, are uh, 100% focused on high renewal rates because of the makeup of their properties and the regulations in their markets. So identifying which levers you can pull for your organization to achieve that success, and then correlating that to the decision. For instance, we we work with some third-party managers who don't want to change their property management system, their accounting software. And therefore, they've prioritized an agnostic CRM, one that can work with multiple PM softwares. But that's a very different priority for them than it would be for a REIT, for instance, who has one property management system across the board. Um, So I wouldn't highlight any one individual criteria, but certainly that is the recommendation I would make is if you are considering changing a CRM or any core leasing or operations technology, really try to emphasize what are those two, three, no more than five priorities of what it can do that your current system can't, and then optimize for that. Well, thanks so much for joining us today to talk about CRM systems, Tyler. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate the opportunity. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.